0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We have Fab Talk, we have rookie call-ups, and most importantly, we have Jeff Erickson back from Ireland. Aww. All coming up next. happy sunday night everybody welcome to the rotowire fantasy baseball podcast i am scott jenstead joined by jeff erickson after skipping a a week with some travel um jeff uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about some teams doing well uh it was a bad week for that my team kind of tanked but you're back the warriors won the world title so what am i really gonna complain about right
2: hey striker is back let's do this
1: (laughs) yes no, I was. I never left. You're the one that's back.
2: No, I, I'm back with Striker. Yeah, we need a
1: call, we a call sign for you, don't we? We'll get, we'll get the War Dog on that one next year in Vegas. Um, but so how's everything? Yeah, your, your trip went well. You're back safe. Everything's good. So that's uh, that's good to see. You. It's good to have you back.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, hey, it's great. Uh, I'm happy to be back. Uh, got to do uh, radio with Zola earlier today on Sirius XM. That was fun. First time, yeah, you know, doing anything like I, I was able to. What was cool was I came back Thursday night. And I'm off Friday and Saturday off, you know, I, it's never really, truly off, but right. you know, I watched a ton of sports and it felt so good. You know, I, traveling to Ireland was great, but I missed my baseball. I really yeah. missed my baseball.
1: And it was a good, I mean, it was a good sports weekend. They all, they happened to all be in Boston. It seemed like, but it was a good sports weekend of, uh, you know, between the the NBA finals, a lot of baseball, and on the U S open, it was, uh, it was uh it was really fun it was uh it was a good i i found myself uh watching a bunch of stuff this weekend too and the us Open yeah. was really good this afternoon it was you know down to the wire so it was uh it was a fun weekend and like i said the warriors won so i'm, I'm happy with sports even though uh, even though my team that was at once one point good is uh, is officially uh entered. are you all the way down to what 11 now or something i think, I think yeah but that's, that's a long way to go and you're single digits for a long time it was uh it's one of those weeks. It's like hard to explain, but like I would go through box scores and look at scores, and I was like, "Do I have any players on my team?" Like I just like that weird feeling of every time you look at a score, like nobody you nobody jumps out as like doing anything, except for John Birdie. He was like my MVP this week. But other than that, like it was just one of those weeks where every time I look, nobody did anything. It just it happens. It's weird because all your players are on different major league teams. But it's funny how how people tend to slump together, even though they have nothing to do with each other in the real world. John
2: Birdie was the people's MVP this week. Boy, he- is
1: that dude awesome!
2: Yeah, uh, I have him exactly zero places too. I feel so so smart about that. Uh, I,
1: I only I only don't have him on one NFBC team out of four, so it's a, it, it has been a nice. That's why uh, you're a striker. It's been a nice right nice month of stolen bases for sure. Yeah, but uh, we had a lot of news come out this afternoon. Um, teams are having to go from uh, fourteen relievers to thirteen relievers. So we see some offensive guys call, called up. Um, Long-awaited in Pittsburgh, O'Neill Cruz is being uh, called up. Sounds like he's coming up. Uh, for the Pirates next game. Uh, Did you have crews available in any leagues? How do you feel about him as kind of, I obviously he's an Uber prospect. We've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for him to uh, quote unquote, learn how to pinch hit was the the phrase last week. Obviously they're just waiting for the super two deadline to go by. It's very clear and transparent there. Um, Learning how to pinch hit. Is that just the stupidest excuse ever? I read that and I was like, I'm sure I read that wrong. And then I'm like, so he needs to learn how to like sit for two hours, come have one at bat and then go back. Like, the pirates aren't pinch hitting this dude, right? Like, what a I weird, mean, what a weird, like, just. A, I know I mean, you can't admit what it is, but like, come up with something better than that.
2: Just say nothing.
1: Yeah, just, just say nothing. Say don't nothing.
2: nothing. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean that that's like, you know, you already hate your audience when you start, you know, when you, yeah. you the way you behave like that. I mean, you hate your fan base, but don't insult them like that. I mean, come on,
1: that's yeah. just. That was a that was a really strange one. That was that was uh, that was top of the list of bad excuses there. But um, how, now that Cruz is here, how do you feel about him in terms of like impacting fantasy lineups right away? Are you throwing him in right away? Uh, if he was available anywhere, you're bidding heavily on him. How how big an impact guy do you think he is? I mean, obviously he he strikes out uh, a decent amount, not too bad twenty three percent in the minors, but he's hit two thirty three, but nine home runs, eleven stolen bases, a speed power combo guy in a bad lineup. But uh, how do you kind of feel his impact is going to
2: be? I mean. They should be playing him every day, right?
1: I, I, I if they call him up, they're certainly going to play him every day, right? Like, there's no way Kevin Newman is playing instead of him, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, Hoy hit a homer today. They don't need, they don't need him. Uh, yeah. But there you go. He wasn't the did only you, guy that homer for Pittsburgh. I, did, well, we'll put a pin on that. But, did you uh, see
1: Brandon Crawford run into Hoy Park at second base today? No, I have no not. idea. He like ran into him. It was like a ground ball to the left side. You know, just a typical force out second. And Brandon Crawford just like ran right through him and ran into him and collided. It was like the weirdest play. He didn't. I don't know if he was gonna like run to third and like do that play where you just keep running, or he just didn't slide or thought you know, it was a weird. You have to look at it later, like a collision. Yeah, it might have been
2: caught. when I was doing the show. I didn't get yeah, a chance. It was to a plus. very,
1: especially for a middle infielder too. Like you, usually those guys, are like I'm gonna go ahead and you know do the right thing and not do something that would injure somebody. It just ran right into it. it. Was very strange.
2: I wonder if there's a history like earlier in the series, maybe that park went in high or late or something like that
1: could be it seemed that way but then they don't like park was like kind of down and crawford kind of ran off the feet it was it was very strange but um yeah i mean Cruz is uh Cruz is certainly strange. i mean just the body it says like a six seven shortstop which is weird in itself and it's gonna be interesting to see that but um certainly seems like uh he's somebody you putting your lineup uh kind of from 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 start one here
2: yeah uh for sure i mean I, it's another sneaky good prospect week we, we yeah you know i missed out on nolan gorman and I feel bad about that because that one's worked out pretty well for people. Uh, I think we got we all got scared of some of the early prospect uh floundering that went on. Uh, but some of these other prospects have started to, you know, do some stuff when they've gotten called up. And I wonder if a, a couple months of seasoning in the 2022 season, as opposed to feceing off 2021 triple A pitchers, might have had something to do with it there. So
1: yeah, uh, although Gorman's been figured out a little bit. He's at 180 in June with a couple yeah. of home runs. It seems like he started really hot and I mean, that's a good point. I mean, hitting in the majors is tough. It's just, uh, so you wonder, I was going to ask you about that. We talked about, you know, Kelnick and all these guys that came up, like, do you feel that Cruz is someone that could hit right away or like, how confident are you that you're, you want to be starting him in a fantasy league right away? Uh, You know, it's hard to know,
2: hard to know. And this is where like a little bit of scouting background probably helps, uh, knowing which guys are more likely to, you know, be ready to hit out right out of the box uh just looking at Pittsburgh's schedule. Uh you know, they face the Cubs this week. That's pretty good. That'll work. Caleb Killian, someone who's probably already faced. Swarmer, Keegan Thompson, Justin Steele. That's not a bad landing spot. Then at the Rays, Springs, Kluber, ooh, McClanahan on Sunday. Yeah, that'll
1: Next be a, that'll be a welcome, welcome to the real. You got kind of an ease in for four games, then uh welcome to the real world. Um it's crazy how different the Cubs roster is from 2016 when they won the world series, that is a quick turnover and not in a good way. How
2: about from the all-star break last year?
1: Yeah, that's true too.
2: I mean, like, they were, like, they, they had a winning record like in June last year. And now it's now Jason
1: Hayward, Kyle Hendricks, and kind of, that's it. Uh,
2: and, and Wilson Contreras.
1: Wilson Contreras. That's right. Who
2: is going to be the next to go.
1: Yeah, I would think so. I think maybe he's, he's probably a trade deadline guy this year. I would imagine, but um, Yeah, nobody wants Jason Hayward, so they're not going to be able to trade him. But, uh, yeah, it's – it's it's rough out there in Chicago a couple other uh guys that I think are being called up here pretty quick um we got CJ Abrams in San Diego this one's an injury problem Manny Machado uh, hurt his ankle today x-rays were negative um look to me like an injury that we're gonna need an MRI before we know that he's coming back I mean obviously it's not broken which is great but I mean he but that was he, never the like the first thought though right. my like first thought was he ligaments. tore like ligaments in there yeah so yeah uh give me the MRI and we'll, we'll figure that out but I imagine he's gonna you know he, 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 even if it's great news I imagine he needs a week to 10 days off and Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so CJ Abrams, who's been doing really well in AAA. We talked about him at the start of the year when he, he made, uh, you know, broke camp with the team. Uh, he, I think he has like seven homers and ten, uh, 10 stolen bases in the minors. Um, and Josh Lowe in Tampa Bay, another guy that came up, or was it was at start of the year with the team after they traded Austin Meadows, um, struggled mightily, struck out every other at-bat. Went down in the minors, struck out a bunch right away, and has been better since. But there, there are some rumors that he may be the guy that gets called up when they, when they cut down for 14 to 13 pitchers also. I think um, I
2: even saw, like, late confirmation right before we were uh, –
1: Oh, did they officially announce it?
2: I, I don't uh, – no, I, we have a note saying expected. That's Okay. Um, yeah, it seemed
1: like – I think he didn't – play. he and Abrams both didn't play today, um, and they, they weren't in the lineups, and, you know, that obviously fuels speculation. Plus, you get the, the injury in San Diego. The, uh, the, the, uh, the Rays needed to cut a pitcher. Um, I think they're both up. Uh, do you? Uh, are you? Uh, are you optimistic on either one of them? You know, kind of hitting this time around right away.
2: I think maybe more low than Abrams, but I'm more confident in Abrams playing more. If that makes sense, uh, it does.
1: And and you're more confident in Abrams if he plays, he maybe steals some bases, you gotta get on base, but. Um, he looked overmatched to me, but I guess Lowe did. I mean, Lowe's strikeout rate was what 38. percent They both kind of looked overmatched the first time, I did, But Abrams kind of looked like physically overmatched. So it yeah. interesting to see if he can kind of take that next step up and maybe maybe look like he belongs a little more this time.
2: Well, didn't Lowe like have a couple of good games right before his demotion? Uh, eh, he yeah, he homered and then not really. It was three for eleven. Okay, I'm overstating. Hey, it was it was
1: it was a, a four game hitting streak that was pretty good with how the season started.
2: We call that a streak. We do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm a little concerned. If if you have Josh Lowe, I'd be a little concerned that the Rays needed that cut down from 14 to 13 pitchers as sure. the reason to call up Low, not because he was banging down the door. I mean, he is hitting well in AAA, but uh, did you put any spec bids on Kelnick, by the way?
1: Uh, I did not. Um, I was... I was looking for people that were going to help me right away. Yeah, um, well, so you've I, got I, a good
2: reason for that. You've got yeah. Mookie Betts. So. I have
1: Mookie Betts. So I have, and I have uh, I have Jeremy Pena also. So like two of my better players got hurt. So I was looking for I needed players that were playing right away, um, or I think we're play right away. I picked up Edward Oliveras in one spot. I'm hoping he gets called up pretty quick. He's on his rehab assignment, so um, I couldn't really do a stash at the moment. But Kelly is an interesting one, although you know, I don't know how many times he's got to get called up and not hit before we stop speculating on him, but right. I don't think, I don't think we're there yet. I think that he's still obviously young and we've seen a lot of guys that struggle for a second time through, but um, his struggle has been pretty pronounced. That's
2: that is true. Uh, question in the forum, Matt Sims was making, uh, asking about this. He needs replacements for Pena as well as, as well as Jorge Polanco. That's tough to lose both at the same it time. It is,
1: And, and uh, well, as we get into fab, like corner infield and middle infield was tough this week. Um, Uh, Just looking at my list here, I was in on uh, Hassan Kim in San Diego. You know, I think Machado being uh, injured helps him also. Obviously, Tatis is still, um, you know, not really uh, progressing as much as we want to. Sorry for your main event team there. Uh, But it was tough finding – it was tough finding – like Diego Castillo is – mildly interesting in Pittsburgh Hit a home run this week he's playing a bunch sorry I'm looking down looking at my list um Vidal Brujan I think in Tampa he let off a couple times this week if he needs stolen bases he's second base eligible that might work a little bit too although he hasn't hit very much
2: and he's um, been caught five out of the yeah, seven he times he he's run too I mean
1: at some Kyle point we were
2: talking about him today
1: it's good he's run 12 times but at some point they're gonna put a uh, at least an amber light on him right like you just can't let him keep going um Right. It, it's tough. I mean, if you Kevin Biggio started five of the last six games, but hasn't really done a ton. He's second base eligible. Um, I found middle infield really, really tough this week. Let me get 12 teamers. Um, you know, obviously if uh, Luis Garcia in, in Washington's available, I, that would be an automatic grab for me, but uh probably yeah. not available in many leagues. Um it's tough. Didi Gregorius, Bryson Stott in Philly, maybe, but it's uh I found middle infielders and corner infielders really, really difficult.
2: Yeah, uh, I did too. Uh, I tweeted. uh, I'm in AL Tout Wars where I lost Polanco.
1: Oh, yeah. Can you even? You can't probably can't even find a body, right?
2: Oh, so here, you know, it's unlimited IL spots in an AL only league.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah. So
2: the two middle infielders that have any at bats in the month of June that were available uh, were uh, Charlie Culberson and a kid on uh, Cleveland, Ernie Clement. Those were my two choices. So I did get Culberson. Uh, so there you go. I mean, that, But that's the joy of an only league. You find a guy with playing time, that's just that's just great. I mean, the fact is I, I've been running luckier than most in that league. So if I – and it sounds like Polanco might not be a long-term thing too. Right.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, – that's, yeah, those are that's those are rough names right there. Yeah. Look at it. Uh, look, Culberson has uh, 15 plate appearances in June.
2: Yes, that's right.
1: Hey, he's got five runs scored. There you go.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's that's more that's bang for the buck right there, boys and girls. But, someone
1: uh, someone asked in the chat about someone that I actually had queued up to talk about later, but we could just do it now since it came up. Uh, you don't even how have, to have you, a reason. How long are you riding the Nick Pavetta train, Jeff? This dude has been finally. I think we waited three or four years for this. I think you and I both drafted him the last time we were in Vegas live together in 2019. We were excited about getting him. Um, I tell you what, I'm riding it right now. He looks he looks really legit good right now. ERA is down to uh, 3.31, pitch well again today, 10 more strikeouts. Um, he's been really, I think it's like five or six starts. I look at the exact amount, but yeah, since uh, it's even more than that, it's like eight stars. His last eight starts have been really, really solid. He had one four run game. He still struck out 11 in that game, um, but no uh, no real issues since like early May. I think he's a set and forget it for me. Even a 12 teamer, I find myself benching some guys I wouldn't expect to and just playing Pavet every week right now.
2: I'm. I've been reduced to rooting for derailment because I don't have them anywhere. Uh, rooting and, for
1: derailment should be your team for the main event next year. Yeah, I it like might that. be, it or might be. or or your next rock band. It's one of the two.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, one of them is going to be like. Robbie Ray theme, so we'll, we'll figure about that. It'd be yeah, was a, that
1: was was a good way. If you bring up the fact that you won the uh, you won the was it Friday night? Yeah. You won the Friday night. Friday night. Uh, NBC fan, fan Ball DFS, where the winner gets a free uh, main event entry. Congrats on that. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks,
2: thanks. I'm so excited about that. Um, I thought
1: I thought it was funny. You I look you sent me the link, so I clicked on your team. And the only guy that's really bad for you was your best player Juan Soto, who didn't do anything. But yeah, it was else... terrible. And then
2: he homered the next two days, so or at least today he did. I know that. But, but...
1: you had so many good plays in there that overcame that. You had Robbie Ray had a ton of points he had what he pitched eight innings and had double be able to strike out um yeah congrats on that hey having your main event paid for already next year is a, is pretty lovely
2: that's nice i decided to go the ryan roof route uh because it worked for him last year so uh we'll see hey, it's a great contest and they they don't run it every week this year but uh they've run it like six or seven times and uh it's pretty stoked it's it's a it's a, you know it, it, you have a one in 50 shot and actually you can do three and 50 if you want but then yep. But it's $50 to try. They pay out three places. So if you get second or third, you have a really good lineup. You can still get a little pay. Uh, it's And then there's it's a big payoff, too. So it was pretty cool to see that happen. And That's I got great. the I was at the end, I, you know, I, I was sweating Byron Buxton late. I, I, like, you
1: had him or someone else had him?
2: Someone else had him. Okay. Once he made that last out uh, against Arizona, he was the last out of the game. I was like, take Robbie Ray out of there. I need the quality start. <laughs> Don't let him throw another pitch. And it was so, and I went from like, keep him in, keep him in. I need that, more strikeouts. That's right. Too. Cause you get,
1: even no matter how long you pitch, it gets to four runs. It's not, not a quality start anymore, right?
2: Right. Well, yeah, exactly. And, Cause he can go, uh,
1: he can go 12 and he's going to get four runs. It's not a quality. I got you. I got you.
2: Yeah. Uh, and you, there was six points for a win and six, I think six for another quality, for quality, another six for quality start. And they were, that. they were
1: way up. They were going to win the game anyway. So that's, they were
2: uh, up eight to one at the time. Well, it was eight yeah. nothing. And then he gave up the first run, uh, two hits in the eighth. I'm like, just get him out of there, you know, because it locks it lock. You know, if, if they blow it, at least, you know, he's got the quality start and all that. Right. It's pretty funny.
1: That is. Uh, that's awesome. Congrats on that. That's awesome. That's a nice little nice little seventeen or fifty dollar win in the middle of the season. Randomly, Yeah, up, right? yeah. Right? that's beautiful.
2: It, you know, given how I kind of suck at DFS, you know, I, I, that should be a good testimonial that you should probably enter this contest that um, if I can do it, anybody can
1: just t- just takes one. Right.
2: Yeah. Uh, just be good at one time. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, going back to Nick Pavetta, uh, legit, I think, um, more legit than Michael Walker, who I still will use though. Also, if I have them, uh, that's, it's a funny thing about the Red Sox. They can't find a reliever to save themselves, but yeah, they, they can certainly find you know, Michael Walker and Nick Pavetta. Uh, okay.
1: Yeah, they're doing something right there. And I, it feels like Tanner Houck maybe is finding the ninth inning, and they're gonna just kind of settle on that. He's a, they've kind of gotten there a little bit. They're um, finding
2: some creative ways to get to Nick uh, the yeah. Tanner Houck. Yeah, how it's nothing, the like day, the, yeah. nothing like nothing
1: like this six nothing lead, and you're like, oh, that's how how can we create a save op for Tanner real quick? Right. Yeah, it's it's rough, but. Uh, uh, you mentioned uh, Pittsburgh and guys hitting home runs. Jack Sawinski, uh, three home runs today, including a walk-off home run that I was appreciative for because it got David Bednar the, the win in that game. Oh. Uh, David Bednar, who throws like two or three innings every time he pitches now. It's crazy how they're using him. But um, Jack Sawinski has 11 home runs and only in uh, only 162 plate appearances. It's been a, a pretty good little, uh, little breakout for someone that I don't think it was on anybody's radar uh, when the season started.
2: No, certainly not mine. Uh, nope. Uh, I, I even when he hit a couple early, I was like, oh, okay, great. Um, that, that's a nice little story. I think they showed his mom and dad, uh, yeah. and making his debut in Wrigley Field a few, you know, a while ago. And he he slugged 686 this year before getting the call, slugged 551 last year and double A. Okay, you know, there, there's something to be, maybe there's something here. Uh, but you know, it, it's not like he was, you know, he was, was, I think he was in the, uh, was that the, uh, Musgrove
1: trade. Uh that sounds right looking at the systems here. Um yeah, I am looking that up as we're we're talking. But uh oh it was in the Adam Fraser trade.
2: Oh last year. Okay. Yeah. Well that's already that's already a win for Pittsburgh because uh, for sure, right? Frazier yeah, was yeah. terrible with San yeah. Diego last year.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. It looks like uh yeah, it was uh yeah, the the Adam frazier trade. There's but I mean yeah, it's one of those guys hitting some home runs. I mean the lineup's bad, but maybe getting a little bit better. Um, He's still hitting 230, so I don't think we're going too crazy here. But, you know, 11 home runs, 21 runs, 19, uh, 19 RBI in a deeper league has certainly played so far.
2: Yeah. I would, I you know, ride him. I mean, I, I think he's got some you – yeah, know, I I I think he's got he, he's got some uh, potential to be kind of like a quick fade guy. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of the, who, who's the comparison I can make him to. But he could be the next Frank Schwindel.
1: That's a good comp. I like that.
2: But that 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 gets you through a season or at least half a season. By the way, Schwindel's a drop now that he's on the IL. Finally
1: a drop. Uh, yeah, I think so too. And it, it it's a good point though. Like you just you don't need somebody to pick up to be good for five months. Like you need them to be good for two or three weeks, and then you pick up someone else. I mean, you just have to be cognizant of that and make sure you don't, you know, just because you had a good first week. And sometimes I do that. I did that with Cole Calhoun. Uh, this week, and I was like, "Oh, Cole Down was really red hot." And then I keep putting him in, and he's going over four every night. You got to make sure that you yeah. make sure you get the hot streak, yeah. but then make sure you. How know does he one... only,
2: only have seven homers so far? Right. Like, yeah. I just I have that same thing. I was looking at Le like, okay, he's not a an plug and play anymore. No.
1: I got to get him out of there. He had four home runs in like one week, but it was just or even one yeah. weekend. It was, he was red hot. But uh, speaking of red hot, is there any way that anybody can have a quieter twenty-one home runs than Mike Trout? It feels like he, he like anybody else who has twenty-one home runs. We're freaking out about it. Mike Trout, we kind of expected, but uh, he looks uh, he looks healthy. He looks fully back. He's striking out a bunch, but it doesn't really matter with Trout um, hitting the ball insanely hard, career high barrel rate, uh, hard hit rates over fifty percent. Um, as long as he's healthy, uh, he's not a stolen base guy at all anymore. He has zero stolen nope. base. He doesn't even attempt any. I think that's fully off the page. We kind of we thought maybe he'd steal ten to twelve and help out there, but it's gonna be it's gonna be probably you know three to five maybe if he even steals at all. But uh, he's raking right now.
2: Yeah, he is. Uh, I, I saw a, a couple of instances where people comparing him to other the other breakout guys this year. I, I know he's got I saw a comparison of it versus Judge like Judge is having this out of mind year and he's got the same war as Trout. You know, it's, crazy, it's like, right? yeah. And, and the thing is, it's because the Angels, again, suck, although they yep. didn't suck as much this weekend. They finally uh, decided that the Mariners are actually worse than them. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's. It's funny to watch that, and it's uh, it's just I love I love Trout. I just love watching the guy play. He's just so fun to watch, so awesome. Yeah,
1: uh, like every time he's up, you're like, all right, if he gets anything, it's going to be out. He's just he when he gets locked in, it's funny because he had that one stretch where he was oh for 26, whatever it was, when they were losing all their games. But man, since then he's been he's been fully locked in. He's in 290 right now. I mentioned the 21 home runs, 47 runs, 43 RBIs. It's going to be a he's going to be a four category monster as long as he's uh, upright and on the field.
2: Yeah, that's right. And, you know, it's he he, in the seeing what he's done historically to the Mariners, it's crazy, like 54 homers against them or something like that.
1: If you do a a June 19th draft with your friends, what does he go like third or fourth right now? Fifth or sixth?
2: Uh, Probably a little late. Yeah. uh, Well, depending on the status of his thumb, Jose Ramirez.
1: Yeah. And obviously Trey Turner. Yeah. Um, not Mookie anymore. Cause he probably would have been up there with those guys, but it's, it's probably right. Judge, I
2: mean, judge or trout. Who do you go? Who's you, Who do you got?
1: Who that's a really good call. I go trout. I love judge, but I'd go trout.
2: I mean, yeah, probably. I, mean, I wouldn't, I
1: wouldn't fight or argue over it. I'd, I'd love to have either one, but, um, I mean, you certainly take both those guys over one soda right now, right? Oh yeah. I mean, he's hitting, it's, I, you assume it's coming around at some point, but this is two and a half months of hitting two fifteen. It's, uh, I don't think we ever thought that was possibly in play for Soto for this deep in the year.
2: Yeah. I got a little trivia for you though.
1: Oh, I'm Aaron, always, Aaron, I'm never good at these.
2: Uh, it's Aaron judge and Jose Ramirez are the top, uh, top ranked and earned auction values on RotoWire wire right now. Okay. Our algorithm. Who's number three.
1: That's a really Obviously it's
2: not trout. I'm going to give you that.
1: Yeah. Well, I've, I would have gotten that if it was trout. Um, boy, that's really hard. Um, I was going to say Machado, but not only that's right. Raphael Devers. Not enough steals.
2: Uh no, he's 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 close, but th- this guy actually only has 3 steals though. That's huh. that's the amazing thing.
1: I'm trying to guys with three steals. Give me a uh, give me a uh, give me a division.
2: Uh National League. All right. You know, we'll try to keep it quick cuz this is live, you know, but uh and National
1: what, League. Oh, I know. Uh, it's Goldschmidt. Yes. He's 346. Insane. Yeah. Six the batting average. Teamers.
2: 58 rbi 48 runs and three steals
1: when you put up all those other numbers i guess you don't need the stolen bases there to go crazy he's been unbelievable
2: but also it's a non-zero too i yeah. mean it, it's just a little little like a little bonus but 346 machado
1: has gotta be right there right
2: remember when goldschmidt was washed
1: oh he was he was he was he was done he was like ah, eighth round pick it's a safe guy just with a nice floor but not not much oh. else and he's been uh he's been awesome i mean he hasn't He's hit thirty home runs every full season since twenty seventeen. So St. Louis why. is just
2: going to kill his value. Yeah,
1: I right. <laughs> yeah. uh, got that was a good not one. So, not so much. Uh, it's yeah. As the NL Central, the AL Central, uh, Cleveland's on fire right now. They're they're one back in Minnesota. We kind of talked if we have a month ago, like maybe Minnesota just runs away with this. But uh, yeah. Cleveland's Cleveland's playing really good ball right now. We mentioned Jose Ramirez has the thumb injury, uh, missed the weekend, but uh, they uh, they look pretty good right now.
2: Yeah, I mean Jose Ramirez is just oh He's awesome. Yeah. So good. Oh, so good. Yeah.
1: Did they, they beat the Dodgers two out of three this weekend?
2: Yeah, I think so. They lost. I know. I know. Yeah, they they won, lost I, yesterday. I know but, they won
1: Friday night and they won today. So, yeah, they must have yeah. won two or three. Yeah, that's, uh. hey, that's a, they come out on the road and uh, beat the Dodgers two out of three. That's, uh, that'll work.
2: Dodgers are kind of sliding right now, though, too.
1: Boy, they have a lot of injuries, too.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, it, that, that's why the Machado thing is so huge today because the, the, you know, West is kind of gettable for them. Yeah, I mean, they've got the pitching. Yep. Yeah. They just, but losing Machado would be devastating.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Some of the Dodgers, the Dodgers guys that are there just aren't hitting either. So, I mean, you lose Mookie, but, like, Max Muncy has not done anything. He, then he got hurt. And Bellinger's. we had a little hot streak. And then nothing. Uh, Justin Turner has been really bad. I, Justin, that's
2: who I was going to just bring up.
1: Do you think Justin Turner is a drop in leagues?
2: I contemplated that today when I heard that he's got a 600
1: OPS. <laughs> it's, he's hitting 207, four home now. runs. now. Four yeah. home runs, no stolen bases, uh, hard hit rates down, barrel rates down, strikeout rates a little bit up, still not a big strikeout guy. But um, there's – I mean, he's 37. There's going to be a point where maybe he just stops hitting for crazy power. Uh, I'm not sure I'm quite there yet in a 15-teamer. I'm not dropping him. But in a 12, uh, if like someone – there's someone out there I really, really want, I'm not fully against it right now. I'd probably wait in a couple more weeks, but not much longer.
2: Yeah. Uh, it, it And, you know – the value of that lineup around him is a little less too. I mean, yeah. even like secondary options, like losing Edwin Rios actually hurt this team. Yeah, it did. Um,
1: I, I like Edwin Rios, but yeah, you're right. It, yeah. Uh, it, they The uh, the insane depth that we were worried about, like how, where are these going to play? I mean, they got Eddie Alvarez playing right field the last couple of days.
2: And, not well, by the way.
1: Not well. He did take credit for that. He, he said it was his fault but uh, uh, for the game, which is never the case. But I mean, they got. Even you look at the bench, it's Austin Barnes, Hans Alberto, and Zach McKinstry. Like, it's not like they're stacking them. It's not like they're bringing guys off the bench to rake either.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Hey Jeff, uh, I know you're surprised, but the A's are officially the worst team in baseball. How shocked are you?
2: Uh, let me put on my shock face.
1: I think we had a conversation like uh, three weeks in when the Reds were zero and seventy or whatever it was. That what what would be the date that they would pass them by? I think I said June fifteenth, and you said ah, maybe the All Star break. Uh, the Reds passed them, Jeff, pretty easily. It's uh, it's really really bad. They're they're unwatchable to a boring level, which is the worst kind of unwatchable.
2: Uh I, I I'm hip to that, but the Reds got swept this weekend. So let's let's not so fast here.
1: You're still ahead of us though, aren't you? Is it close? Oh it, no, oh we're 23 and 45 and 23 and 43. Good god.
2: Dude, our reds and our A's.
1: <laughs> two or <laughs> two worst teams in baseball. It's it's a proud moment here.
2: Yes, it is. I mean, uh uh, it's 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 tough. It's really oh,
1: wow. tough. You know what's crazy is i, did, I just looking at my percentage points. The Nationals are right in there too. I didn't know. I knew the Nationals oh, were bad. I didn't know they were quite that bad.
2: They had like an eight game home losing streak.
1: They have the worst run differential in baseball minus 109.
2: Yeah, the pitching is Jeez. horrific. We
1: we make fun of the Cubs for falling off after 2016. I mean, the Nationals won the World Series in 2019.
2: Well, yeah, and they immediately lost Rendon. Yeah. Um, immediately, they signed Strasburg, and that's yeah, yeah and then and chose trade, Stras- trade. basically st- chose Strasburg over Rendon. Yep. Um, if you look at it that way and, and then, then traded they, uh,
1: Scherzer and Turner last year. Yep. Yep. And now Strasburg, who, I mean, who knows? He's, he's out to throw a 90. They went back on the aisle, which is a shame. I was hoping he was going to do well, but uh, he had the thoracic outlet surgery, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is oh, one of those ones that I don't really know if people come back fully from very, but, yeah, very, very infrequent. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So.
2: Yep. Uh, yeah, it's, it's bad. They also had like guys that like, went out high you know you know went out on top uh like a howie kendrick type of player you know you can't build around him but he actually gave them their best adam yeah. eaton, you know is they really miss adam eaton no oh they don't oh he's out
1: <laughs> well it, it, you can't you can't really blame them for not signing rendon i, I suppose because that has been a horrendous contract for the angels well yeah, he,
2: yeah that was news this week too he's out for the season, out for the like season. after a relapse on that wrist uh but you know what
1: i I don't
2: blame the angels for that. It's not like you can predict like the wrist was going to fall apart. Like,
1: yeah, it's been almost all injury. I mean, he hasn't been great when he played, but it's been almost all injury really. I don't think he's ever fully been healthy since he's been there really. And I feel horrible for him too. I do Uh, too. I I like him. I like him as a player. I like watching him. And he had that huge year with the nationals. And then just, uh, I mean, he got paid. He's got, he's got $154 million left in that contract. That is. uh, Yeah. It's not like it's
2: the NFL. It's not going to get voided. Yeah. That's true too.
1: Uh, Real quick, week twelve. There's a a few, a a few less games than normal. Uh, There's only eight teams with seven games. A note for fantasy leagues: there are two teams with five games. The Rangers and the Nationals have five, and there is one day game tomorrow, Jeff. I think it's a 10 a.m. start for us.
2: Yep, Mets and uh, Marlins.
1: I knew it was the Marlins. I was trying to wrap around series. Oh, fantastic! 10 in the morning. I can watch Trevor Rogers blow up my week before it starts. That is perfect.
2: Well, why don't you bench him then?
1: He's throwing twice this week. If I was going to bench him, I just would have dropped him, which I almost did.
2: Is that that that's that's so crazy to talk about, but it's true.
1: I I actually, I mean, he he was my both met, both against the. Oh, sorry, I know ahead. they're both against the Mets. I know it's it's.
2: Sorry, weird. I interrupted you. Go. ahead. You were going to say what would you do in that situation? I'd bench him.
1: You'd bench him for those two.
2: Yeah, I mean, is he giving you any
1: sign of hope? None. Uh, my worst category: strikeouts and wins. So I think I'm going to throw it.
3: It's, a, it's strictly
1: a where I am in the categories. I think I'm giving him. I'm going to give him this week. I, I could change my mind by ten in the morning tomorrow. Um, but he, like, you know, some pitchers you watch and they get blown up in like one inning or they look good. Some I mean, he just looks bad all the time. It's uh, it's weird. He looks like a completely different guy than last year. I don't know. You look at the velocity; it's pretty much the same. Uh, the changeup is definitely less effective. But yeah. it's hard to usually you can figure out like what's wrong with guys or what's hurting them. It's hard to figure out with him, but. It's almost every start. It's not like he has like a few moments where you're like, oh, there's the Trevor Rogers I drafted. You don't even get that even for a few innings. It's not like you get like three shot innings with six strikeouts, it's just not there. There was
2: a road start against the Braves where they rested him like an extra day or two. And for the first four innings, he was nails. It was just like boom, boom, boom. And then he gave up three runs in the fifth. You're <laughs> I like for that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's just, I don't know what you do. Uh I yeah I bench them against the Mets. The Mets are the team I I'm afraid of the most, except freaking. for that maybe Dodgers win healthy or the Rockies and Coors.
1: And it's freaking twice. I don't know how the schedule worked out. I guess that's a wraparound series of the Mets, so they play them yeah. once tomorrow, and then I just ugh. I, don't I just know. Ugh,
2: that's about right. Uh, All
1: right, the Marlins were playing the Mets this weekend, were they? Yeah, they were. It's, so it is a wraparound. Okay. Yeah,
2: it's a wraparound.
1: I know that Encarnacion hit that grand slam. I was trying to remember who it was off of in my head, so that makes
2: yeah. Sense. Now, when you saw like the daily oh, it was, out, it was off Seth,
1: it was off Seth Lugo. That's right. Yeah.
2: If you saw the daily lineups page, when you saw Jay and Carnacion in the lineup, oh, what did you think of
1: Juan for sure?
2: Yeah, right.
1: I was like, how? where am I? What year are we in? I know I'm old, so he can't still be playing. But yeah, it's uh, it's funny. I did the exact same thing when I saw that. Have yourself a day, by the way. Yeah, nothing like debuting with a grand slam to take the lead late and
2: hosing a runner from like the warning track too.
1: Do you uh, do you follow the the British Marlins fan Peter Pratt? I do not. He's really funny. He's a huge Marlins fan, but lives in the UK. Okay, and he had he had a video like running through his backyard when he hit the grand slam. Like he woke up his father in law because he was so loud when he hit the grand slam. It was it was pretty funny. He's he's a really fun He's a huge Marlins fan. I don't know how that happened in, in the UK, but he's sure. uh, he's really really funny. He's a he's a good follow nice yeah it it's oh it's all Marlins stuff he's like he does a marlins podcast too but it's uh he's a really funny guy and breaks down all the marlins games every day so it's kind of you just don't see that very often for the marlins but no no you don't so let's uh let's jump into fab a little bit uh let's go with hitters first usually with pitchers first i'm gonna go hitters first i think hitters were a little more interesting this week uh, we mentioned the the infield was tough but there were a lot of outfielders um yeah the biggest name was riley green uh called up by the by the tigers week obviously he was probably gonna Maybe break camp with them. got hurt, and then he's been out. Uh, he got hurt, and then he was rehabbing, uh, came up, and they, 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 he did, he was on base four times first game. Tiger scored 14 runs. I don't think they'd scored 14 runs in like a week and a half before that. He was 75% rostered in the main event. I think it was like in the 30s in the 12-teamers. I'd have to look, but um, – I, I, he was available in my main event where I'd lost Mookie Betts. So I was pretty aggressive with him. I went in at like 235, which is pretty much higher than I go with anybody. And I lost by 150 bucks. So I was not even close. So You're all my he- league, all my hemming and hawing with like, Oh, do I want to go up five bucks down 10 bucks? Like stupid. Cause I lost by 150. Didn't even matter. But, uh, there was a couple teams that had a lot of money in my league. So I'm not too surprised. The guy that's in second place in that league. Actually, was the one that got him. He had a lot of money, so I guess he's down in money now. He got him for three seventy one, um, but I feel like Green could be, uh, you know, one of these last few guys that could be a real difference maker right away.
2: I was just gonna say, do you probably don't? You're probably not happy that the guy in second place I'm got not, him.
1: I'm not. I was hoping someone. I was hoping if someone went crazy, with someone in thirteenth place, that probably wouldn't matter. The guy in second place getting him, if he's really good, that actually impacts who wins this league.
2: So he was. I, I have one of the main event leagues where he's available as well. Uh, we did a keep him honest bit of one nineteen. As as best we can tell, we finished third uh, in the bidding. He went for 147, runner up a 123. uh, And Posma, John Posma won him. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Of course he did. Yeah. Again, not happy about that. Uh, And considering, like, we've got a lot of pitching points and not so many pitching uh, hitting points. uh, Well, we have a decent amount. I mean, it's we're doing okay in the league. Uh, but we could definitely use another bat, especially because Bryce Harper is perpetually day-to-day now. So Yeah, now to...
1: he has an infected blister. Is that what that was? Yeah. The is that why he didn't play this weekend? And it's funny because it, it couldn't have hurt him that much because I think he had four or five hits on Friday in the doubleheader. He didn't play the second game, but he came in and got a two-RBI single. But, um, yeah, you guys need him to – you need the Phillies to hang in there more than anything because as long as the Phillies are in, I think he's right. going to give it a go as long as he can until and do something about it in the offseason.
2: Yeah, uh, and so the Braves going on that big winning streak was not helpful for that.
1: What uh, they're pretty good wild card wise, though, right? Uh, maybe not. they're like there's a lot of teams stacked. They're only two and a half out, but there's a lot of teams really stacked up. Where if you kind of lose eight to ten, you might you could lose touch pretty quick, I suppose.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Wow, well, the Marlins with a plus plus run differential. I did not know that's pretty good. I didn't think they they've were. They've had some big. Well.
2: The, the Marlins have lost a lot of one run games. Yeah, Sheehan wrote about that, uh, and then they've. Also recently I feel like they've had uh like some some offensive explosions.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's a so so green uh, I wish I was in your league. That would have been a that would have been a win on green. He I am looking wish you I were was... in my
2: league on principle too by the way, but yeah.
1: <laughs> that's not true. John John Possum's in the league. I don't I'm not really jumping in that league right away. That's true. Good point. Uh I wasn't even the runner up, Jeff. The runner up in my league was 253. I think I was 238 if I'm looking remember it right? That was the number I came in at. So I I thought it was a pretty good bid. I thought that I would have a good chance to get him. I wasn't even the backup. It just shows uh, my league was very uh, aggressive for Green.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, when we, you and I were talking, we were thinking, I, you you thought it was going to be 150 to 175 was going to win it, but uh, originally. Um, and then, and yeah. so, and I told you I was going to keep him honest at 150. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, don't don't get me wrong. I'm, you and I can't arrive at our number the, the way we did. I mean, we we're fine right. with that number. So uh, you didn't really dissuade me but uh, it was interesting to see like oh okay uh different li- different strokes different folks it's just and
1: you actually when i asked you what you thought the winning bid was you were way closer than i was i think you said something like 250 to 300 And you in my league you uh yeah closer than, closer it was still even higher than that in my league your league was lower it, it just shows how different each league is you just need one or two guys that you know yeah. really need something or lose somebody that week i mean you look at like someone like kendall graveman was available to the league. like you if you have liam Hendricks, you know that that means <sighs> a lot more to you because Liam Hendricks says he's gonna be back in two weeks, but like he might not be. And he, we, the news has been good. He's a guy that I, I you know, he's gonna, you know, do whatever he can to get back out there. But you know, one setback with a forearm strain or whatever, forearm soreness, um, and you certainly want the backup guy. So you know, Graven means a lot more if you have Hendricks than don't.
2: Yeah, and we do, and didn't get him. Um, so that was fun. And was didn't he get- picked
1: up uh, last week, or is it picked up this week?
2: No, this week. Uh, and I, we we missed out on Brad Hand too. Uh, <laughs>
1: Yeah, i don't know if missing out's the right term
2: for. yeah me. aloha but uh you I got,
1: know i got that one
2: thank you thank you uh again i have to although you shouldn't have i mean that's like before you were born i
1: think yeah but i'm of the age where everybody watched fast times
2: all right okay yeah. cool uh, you know, there weren't too many closer types to bid on. And that's been a continuing By thing. By the way,
1: that's been like six weeks. Like I, it's funny because when I was putting my Graveman bids, I scrolled back in my league to see, you know, what, what, what were people bidding on somebody's closer guys? I had to scroll back like five weeks before there was a, I think it was Anthony Bender or someone like that. I just scroll back a while before there was a big, there's not been a big closer turnover <laughs> at all.
2: It's funny you mentioned Bender because our consolation prize was a $1 Anthony Bender.
1: Oh, is he, uh, is he back in our, in our world here? I, I
2: there's a chance. I mean, uh, Tanner Scott blew one this week. He did. Uh, excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Air just kicked on here.
1: Goodness gracious! Uh, live, live radio can't beat it. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Tanner Scott's been good, but yeah, he's lefty, and you know, managers tend to want a righty. And Bender was okay earlier. I, I mean, for a buck, you know, you could drop him next week. I don't think that's a bad, bad stab. And we
2: had a droppable Devin Smelter. Uh, yeah. So yeah, why not? Uh, but our, you know, so our, our consolation prize for, you know, that, that was, so, so that was a consolation prize. Hitting wise, consolation prize after not getting uh, Riley Green. Ugh. Well, no, nothing actually on uh, the league where we had Green available, but so uh, mine was, was
1: uh, mine was Edward Olivares was my consolation prize who is in his rehab assignment right now. He yep. a home run today and, uh, you know, before he got hurt. We joke a lot about him kind of being up and down. Not last year where they sent him down, you know, ten or twelve times and back up. But uh, it, it hit well in his uh, in his thirty eight plate appearances this year when he came up. He's in three seventy one. Obviously, small sample, but you look at twenty twenty one. You know, fifteen home runs, twelve stolen bases in the minors uh, across three hundred plate appearances. Hit three thirteen. Um, he's someone that I, I feel like if he just can stay healthy and get some get stay upright and get the bunch of uh, plate appearances and play every day. There's a lot of opportunities to play in Kansas City. Uh, I think he's somebody could help uh, help especially in 15 teamers. I think he could help in 12 teamers too. Um, just a matter of him getting the at bats and playing time, which are both pretty big gifts right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, I I I have him in a couple of leagues. All, in the case of Oliveras, I do. So, where did he go? What did you get him for? Twenty seven bucks. Went for fifty-eight and seventeen respectively in my two mains. Yeah, so again, see that you yeah. can see the arbitrage there, but
1: and it's why at, you know six thirty on Sunday trying to figure out bids is never an exact science. You just kind of have no. to, you know, do what you think it's going to be and stick with that. And you know, more times than not, you know, you probably that ends up working. But there are going to be times where just nothing you could do about it. Uh, my third, my third consolation in leagues was actually Orlando Arcia who has been um, playing a lot for the Braves with Ozzie Albies uh, being injured and uh, you know, out for two months. Uh, Arcia is outfield eligible now, but going to get second base eligibility, but hitting with some pop um, 21 games, got a 53% hard hit rate, 12.2% barrel rate way off his career norms. And this may be just a, a weird streak, but like maybe he changed something also. Um, I, I felt like he was a guy. If you squint a little bit, you kind of see uh, some production here, especially in a deeper
2: league. Yeah. Shu and I got him in one of our two mains. Oh, also. I like that. And, uh, yeah, a previous uh, questioner was asking about middle infielders. I was like, oh, I was about to suggest uh, Arcia, but he's not there yet. Uh, but he will be. Will Albie's be. being out. I saw Albie's getting dropped in the main. And I did too. That's that's a painful drop. You're just like, ah,
1: yeah. He's got uh, he's got six games at second second base already. So it should be as long as he keeps playing second, which he has been. Uh, we'll get another week and he's he's Millenfield eligible, which is nice. Yeah.
2: So last I think it was it was I think it was last year. Early last year, there was some buzz on Arcia as someone who had changed his swing plane. Maybe it was in 2020. I forget which year. No, because 2020, obviously, there was no minor leagues to be had. So uh, but there, there was some talk in, in his Braves iteration that Arcia is a guy that had changed. Oh, and it was worth it, pursuing.
1: It was last year because he had 17 home runs last year and 74 games in A for the Braves. So, yeah, it was It was last yeah. year. That's, that's a good call right there. Yeah, it's, so it's not just a – maybe just not this year thing. Maybe he did kind of change who, who he is and what he does.
2: Yeah, but the funny thing is he kind of sort of got a chance and the Braves liked it so much they went and traded for four outfielders.
1: <laughs> that That is true. And won the World Series, though.
2: Yeah, this, it is true. Uh,
1: Eddie, Eddie Rosario and Jorge Soler helped that a little bit also.
2: Yes, they did. Even Jock. Uh did too.
1: And yeah, that's a good one. Could not can't can't forget the October.
2: Yeah. Uh. But Arcia, I mean, he's off to a good start now. Uh, I uh,
1: I like that. How much you guys get him for?
2: Uh, I want to say like thirty-seven or so.
1: Yeah, that's he went for thirty-five in mine. I was a little low. Thirty-eight. I had uh, I had uh, I had Oliveras ahead of him, but uh, yeah, Arcia was thirty-five and forty-six in mine. So he was uh, he was a popular guy too.
2: We gave up on Frank Schwindel finally.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's going on the IL it's, it's, it's tough to hold fringy guys when they get hurt. Yep. The other big name, and this is more of a 12 teamer because he was owned in most of the 50 teamers is Alex Kirloff in Minnesota. Uh, he was 50%, 57% rostered in the NFBC 12 team leagues. Uh, I really like Carol. I picked him up two weeks ago in the main event and I'm looking forward to deploying him. Um, wrist injuries are a massive issue with him. It's a matter of, you know, how long until it hurts again, but uh, was absolutely mashing in AAA. I, I, was, I was like, I just wanted him to get called up. And then when Betts got hurt, I'm like, all right, you got to call him up now because I need another player. But 10 home runs, hit 360 in AAA across 157 plate appearances. Uh, this is a pretty, uh, a prior big prospect. Was a first-round draft pick, 15th overall in 2016 in the, in the amateur draft there. And someone who's hit a lot, especially for average in the minors, um, I really like his skills. It's just a matter of they got a lot of weird parts in Minnesota where, you know, I don't know how the playing times to work out with, you know, Larnik and obviously Buxton's going to play. There's just kind of a lot of pe- Kyle Garlick's there too. Um, yeah. I just hope they just kind of slot Kirilov in. I mean, first base is fairly open. You know, Sano's obviously out. But uh, I'm hoping they just slot him in and let him hit because I think he can.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, I, I like, like you, though, I, I question the usage. I think that's I do too think i'm worried about that i feel like
1: it's gonna be a frustrating monday if the lineup comes out and he's not playing it it's just like it, i feel like there's gonna be a little frustration that they have a lot of movable pieces you know a lot of guys could play different spots and you know some guys obviously are to play every day so I, I hope they figure it out because i think that uh, i think he can just hit and i, I think hopefully they figure it out yeah they got, got kepler you got Larnick, you got jose miranda there too it's just they got a lot of pieces that are kind of similar yeah Uh, Anybody else hitting wise, Uh, Jaron Duran in Boston has been leading off, but didn't play today. And there's a lot of talk that, you know, once Kike Hernandez comes off the IL, Duran might go back down. Uh, When Christian Arroyo comes off COVID IL, maybe Duran goes back down. I kind of tempered my bids on him as much as I I like the prospect. I like the fact he was leading off. I just don't know if he's going to be there on Wednesday. And I I just couldn't risk that.
2: That's the way I felt too. Uh, I feel like the Red Sox don't particularly like him.
1: Weird, right? Like we get guys like that. You're like, why don't you just give him a shot? And they just kind of send him back down. And yeah. last time, I think he let off and then get got sent back down that afternoon. It's just very yeah. strange if you're gonna lead a guy off and then send him back down. Like it, it's very strange, but especially when you're you know better, better, well thought of hitting prospects. But uh, I just uh, I would have loved to bid on him. I you know the stolen bases could be nice, but I just I didn't trust that he's gonna be playing. Um, you know, by the time when everybody comes back.
2: Yeah, uh, that, that's right. Um, and you just. Yeah. You, you just wonder about that and wonder if like they're there. I though with he might be like a bargaining chip for the Red Sox to go get pitching help.
1: Yeah. You know? I think they should trade him for Lou Trevino right now. <laughs> Is that not what you meant by pitching help?
2: Yeah. Uh, we have definite different definitions of the word help.
1: Yeah. I'm really trying to pawn Trevino off on somebody. I don't think it's going to, going to work out, but uh, anybody else on offense you're looking at, we already talked about the, the rookies with, you know, Abrams and Lowe and, and O'Neal Cruz um, is there anybody else that you guys were really, uh, you know, targeting or aggressive with the, so, on the offense? In side? the twelves,
2: you know, it's obviously a different universe. But yep. I, I picked up Alec Bohm in a league. That was oh, my okay. Rendon replacement, uh, and then Brandon Belt, who is healthy for now, again for now, uh, yeah, for now. But he could be useful at times. Uh, I did get Sawinski in a league, or the league where I dropped Cole Calhoun. Uh, so. When I, as dropped. soon as I realized like Calhoun's really not playing every day and he's only got like seven homers, it's like, Oh, okay. uh, yeah. I, dro-
1: I dropped him my 12 too. I held him for uh, one more week in the 15 cause they get three games against uh, the nationals right-handers over the weekend. So I, yeah. uh, I kept that one, but he's uh, he's very much on my fence in 15s right now. I just, I, I, I think we, we rode the hot streak and it's time to jump off. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: Let's get into some pitching talking fab, but first a note from our sponsors at, at blue wire.
0: That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled dot com slash BlueWire. Rules
3: and restrictions apply. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: We thank our sponsors for those uh, those ads there. Uh, Jeff, starting pitching is tough. It is tough oh. every week now. Um, I think uh, Jeff Zimmerman wrote in his uh, on his Fangraphs uh, fab column, just like, I hope you like the pictures you have because there's not much else to supplant them with. Um, was there anybody going after, uh, you know, Mitch Keller, apparently has changed his pitch mix. There's people like him. Uh, Bo Brisky was, uh, was brought up by a number. Of people. I saw you tweet about him earlier today too. There was a couple uh, Ryan Bloomfield tweeted about him also. um, showing a little bit his last few stars. Yep. So uh, funny
2: you say that because yep. Ryan Bloomfield outbid me on Brisky and the ale wars. Now I'd put in a very tepid bid because that first start is against the Red Sox this week. That
1: that was my thing. I looked at him like, "Oh, Red Sox!" You're like, but
2: he does get. Then he gets Arizona, and then he gets home start against Kansas City. That's yeah, that
1: is nice. And he's
2: he's inducing more sink. He's throwing a sinker more, inducing more ground balls, more strikeouts, fewer walks in, in his three starts in June.
1: Yeah. And they've been, I mean, they've been really okay. good. One with two earned runs, two two with no earned runs. I mean, it's been really good. I had him in my bids too. Um, I, saw, I saw Ryan talk about him, you talk about him. So then I went and looked at him and I was like, eh, this is, you know, in a, in a time when there are very few pitchers you can stomach picking up without, you know, really cringing. Um, he feels like that Boston start, you just kind of hope you get five innings and three earned runs and get out of there. And then, uh, you know, hope they just pull them really quick and, and get through right. that. And then th- those next two starts might, could be pretty nice.
2: Yeah, I was kind of sort of cringing when I bit on him. Not yeah. com- completely, totally cringing, uh, but yeah, no. Absent that, we're just looking like you know, do you take on rookie X? You know, and just take a chance on some of these guys. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's were not you guys important. in on
1: uh, Aaron Savali at all in Cleveland coming back with uh, potentially two no. starts this week?
2: No, I wasn't.
1: I uh, uh, I just don't. I mean, he was just so bad when he was before mm-hmm. he got hurt that I just uh, just I couldn't stomach it. I mean, 7-8-4 ERA, 1-5-2 whip, uh, it just swing, strike, under entertain. He's never been a strikeout guy, and if you're not going to be a strikeout guy and you're not going to get ratios, it's it's tough. Right. I mean, he just gives up so many home runs. I just I just couldn't do it.
2: Yeah, uh, that's exactly kind of how I feel too.
1: How do you uh, feel uh, – you're the Reds guy. How do you feel about uh, Nick Lodolo? He's, uh, he had a his second rehab start. Uh, Let's say like it went pretty well. He only threw a couple innings, but pitched really well um a you think we got one more rehab start b do you think the reds uh extend him and he can can be a usable starter for us in fantasy leagues
2: well i i I would have lost money on any predict when nick ladolo uh comes back contest came up so uh i won't guess on that but meaning you you thought it would have been
1: 2024 or like a month ago a month ago okay
2: uh, in fact, I think I kept him on my roster in yogurt all this time because I thought he was always a week away, um, and I, I still think I'm holding on to him. I dropped Strasburg before him. Uh, I, but,
1: would, I would definitely drop Strasburg before him, but uh,
2: but yeah, uh, I, I yeah, I don't I don't really know, um, but he, I, I like the talent. Yeah, I do too. Uh, it's just a question of how and then durability and how much is he going to get stretched out. You know, is he going to pitch three innings, four innings, four innings, and then finally go to five if yeah. we're lucky? Or is that he going was, to be ready good to go right when he comes back? That's the other question.
1: I picked up last week because so I couldn't even find anybody that I remotely could stomach. So I, I'm hoping that uh, he ramps up a little quicker than that. But that's my concern is that we might see three starts of three and four innings. And that just that makes it really tough to hold because then we're talking a month from now before he really throws five.
2: Yeah, exactly. For a bad team in a bad ballpark,
1: by the way. I wasn't going to disparage your team.
2: Our team. Our team, team, Scott.
1: Sorry, I want to disparage our team. Um, Did you do anything in the same vein with uh, Luis Patino in Tampa Bay? He's on a rehab uh, outing right now also. Uh, I picked him up in one of my mains for 4 bucks because it was was down the contingencies and there was nothing else there. Uh, Maybe I'll see his rehab start and and see what it looks like. I mean, I like the talent, but, again, another guy that probably might throw three innings his first three starts also.
2: I saw him getting picked up, and I feel bad that I missed that trick Uh, because, like you said, there's – I mean, it's pretty tough on the waiver wire right now. It is. It's really yeah, I, tough.
1: I had my, I had 10 pitchers I can use this week. So I figured I had a couple spots to maybe uh, throw a stash in there and I didn't need a, I didn't need a pitcher. And there was nobody I really wanted to pick up. So I just, I kind of went with that and figured next week, if he, you know, the rehab start doesn't look good or they push it back a little more. I can, I can always decide, but uh I figured that was uh, that was a better call for me than picking up a fringe starter to maybe throw two starts and, and hurt ratios. So,
2: yeah, no, I think that's, Hopefully. I, I it, like, and it's good team, good ballpark. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, the only thing you worry about is deep depth in games, but again, I mean, you're betting on the talent here. And so, yeah, I, I like that play a lot. I wish I would have thought about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, what we're waiting for now are like the emerging guys this summer, yeah. like which prospects are going to take that next step up at AAA and be ready, you know, get a, get a chance to perform for the team that might give them a real chance at winning too.
1: Yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's tough to find arms right now. We've gotten to the point where the first month was really easy. Cause you could throw anybody and they wouldn't get hit. And now we're at the point where everybody's get, even the good guys are getting, getting hit right now. Yep. So, uh, we mentioned Kendall Grayman a little bit earlier. Uh, what did he go for in your main event where he was, uh, was available? Was it, we're talking triple digits or more of the high twos. What did he end up going for? Cause it's a, you know, it could be two weeks or it could be longer. You know, we know forearm strains or sure. you just never know.
2: Seventy-two.
1: All
2: right, that's about what he went
1: for in mine too. Eighty-five. Yeah. So there was a there was a definite range of like this is a real legit bid, but not going crazy triple digits. It was kind of I, I saw him in that range a lot this week.
2: So I'll I'll pose the question at you. Uh, in the league where our closers are Scott Barlow and Clay Holmes, not very stable in terms of number of saves, but we did so we he was available as was Danny Jimenez. Who would you prefer? Jimenez. Which is what we decided to, because Graveman could be a week or two weeks. Yeah. Um, and so and there, we ended there's up. There's
1: a non-zero chance it could be two months, but I mean, I think that's a pretty longest shot at the moment. Yeah. There's a
2: non-zero chance that Jimenez could be two weeks also, but
1: for sure. I mean, he seems like the, the nice thing with Jimenez is when he struggled, we talked about you know who's going to pick up, who we going to pick up. And then they went right back to him. Like they didn't even right. have a, you know, Corey Canable like, you know, take a week off. Um, they went right back to him. And they had a three run lead and it got extended to five and he came in. Everybody's like, oh, he came in with a five run lead. He was warming up with a three run lead. Like he was coming in yep. for a the save. And then he came in for a save this week. So um, I don't think they want AJ Puck to get saves. I don't think they want to mess with his arbitration anything. I don't think they even want to play that game because they see Puck as kind of a longer term guy. I think, I think Kamenez is just the guy to go out there. And when they do have a lead in the ninth inning, which is not very often, I think he's going to be the guy. And it, it seems like the leash is pretty good right now.
2: So we got we got Jimenez for seventy nine. Uh, the second place bid was fifty five, whereas Gravman went for eighty five versus seventy seven. So we actually bid like forty nine on Graveman because we thought it could be as little as a week or two.
1: That's I was in the seventies on Gravman, then I dropped it down to the forties based on the based on the Hendricks quote like an hour before the deadline. I just. Yeah. I didn't want to spend 70-80 for a guy who literally might close for two weeks. It right. Was, it wasn't worth it to me. Uh, real quick, the Philly situation, um, Corey Knebel is like on the outs right now. He, he pitched poorly again today. Uh, we've seen Brad Hand get a couple of stave ops and not look great. We saw Serenity Dominguez look great, but it seems to be the high leverage guy uh, in the mix here. Did you do anything here? Uh, Dominguez was pretty much owned everywhere. Did you uh, did you uh, do any brand, ha- brand hand speculation?
2: Did waterfall bids and we didn't get them. That's fine. Like for instance, we got and, and the, we got Jimenez over him, and I prefer Jimenez. So
1: I definitely prefer Jimenez. I have an online league that has been impossible to get anybody in the waiver wire closer wise. Uh, I'm like f- I'm like 60th overall, and the only thing I don't have is save. So I actually uh, got hand for nine bucks, and I feel much shame about it. I do not want to play him, but I think I'm going to have to.
2: Yeah, but you dumpster dive. You got him for nine.
1: Yeah, yeah I was gonna. I, I wasn't. I couldn't stomach spending a lot on him. Um, I was in the four. I was in the 40s on Graveman. and I got a little bit outbid. I probably should have gone higher, but I just didn't trust it long-term and I just, uh, I'm not going to watch any Philly games all week. Cause that's what I'm going to do.
2: Yeah. Don't watch your closer. That that's always the rule. Well, watch everybody else's closer Unless
1: it's Emmanuel Clase or Edwin Diaz or Josh Hader, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, yeah. if it's Brad, don't Hand, watch your
2: marginal to yeah. subpar closer.
1: It is just so I, I, I made the mistake a couple times. I watched uh I forget who it was. I watched someone bad and it's just, it's just not worth it.
2: No, it, it really, I mean, even when you convert and it's a hold on to your, you know, hold on with a white knuckle save, It's just not worth it, you know, because, you know, like, oh, he didn't do anything to earn any confidence for the next one.
1: It's good to see. I just noticed that we, we jumped on right as the White Sox Astros game was ending. Ryan Presley did get a save in that game. That, that's nice to see. So, yeah, uh, let's talk about some injuries. There were a lot of injuries to big name guys. I feel like we've kind of skated the last couple of weeks on, you know, missing the huge name guys. I had to, As I was prepping the outline, I kind of had to look for guys to talk about the an injury, and I did not have to look very hard this week. There are, that's there's right. like six or seven guys that are in the first three rounds that, that were injured this week. Uh, the biggest is, is Mookie Betts um he had the collision with cody bellinger it's always cody bellinger's fault um but as he, he played he, he played and then he sat and he was in the lineup and he got scratched and then he had a, fra- a fractured rib after they saw the scans um dave roberts said they're the optimistic he's back in two weeks i would be shocked if that happens I, I have to think it's gonna be a little bit longer than that but I, I sure hope that's true you
2: don't sound as apocalyptic as you did last night though I don't, I like was, that. uh, yeah,
1: I was, uh, it was, uh, it was a, it was a bad, uh bad fantasy. week. I'm done. thinking about dropping him. No, you're not thinking about dropping him. Well, no, him. if it was out, if it was out two months, I might have to think about
2: it. Yeah. But you, you know, you weren't going to get like that pronouncement is my guess, but uh, anyways, not. yeah,
1: no, I, I had to, I said, I was going to figure it out today, but yes, I was, I was, it was, it was not great. It's never good to see your first round pick. i a fractured anything, but,
2: uh, um, what, what's the maximum amount of time that you would hold him? Like,
1: if he was scheduled to be back on August fifteenth, I would hold him.
2: So if seven it was, weeks, basically. Yeah, if it was
1: longer than that, I think I'd drop him. Okay. It was eight fair. to ten. Eight to ten weeks, I would have dropped him. Okay. I'm not holding him for a month in September when, you know, who knows how much he plays right away. He has one setback, but yeah, if it was a if four to six weeks, uh, five to seven, I think you have to hold it at that point. But eight to ten, mm-hmm. I, I six to eight would have been a really tough call for me.
2: Yeah, I'm I still mean, holding on Tatis. I'm still holding on Eloy. I
1: was gonna ask Eloy's Eli's re, restarting his rehab Tuesday, yep. so I think that's an easy one. But uh, how worried are you about? There's something up with Tatis that is just it doesn't seem to be healing nearly. I mean, everybody's like, oh, I told you, you should have drafted Tatis, but we everybody thought he'd be back by yeah like mid June. Oh, right I'm now. worried,
2: but yeah. I just. I I, I've got other drops until I feel like I don't have other drops. Have you
1: felt the squeeze of the six man bench a ton or you've kind of been able to work? around? Oh, I felt it, especially
2: when other things hit, you know, you know, obviously there's some weeks more than others. I feel it, but yeah,
1: I think uh, you kind of, you have to hold him now unless there's some sort of negative setback news or something like that. Right.
2: Yeah. That's right. You're not going to
1: hold him two and a half months. He comes back July 15th and you don't get the, you don't get the last two and a half months. Yeah, that's right. Uh, his teammate Manny Machado, we mentioned, had the ankle sprain today. Uh, looked bad. X-rays were negative. We assume the MRI is coming tomorrow. Um, I assume he's going on IL, even if it's like the greatest news ever. But uh, I just hope it's not really bad because he was having a really good year.
2: Yeah, it, it'd be uh, yeah that that would be awful uh, if yeah. uh, it was that. But I, I looked, it looked horrible.
1: It did look. It looked really bad. It looked like his ankle bone like hit the ground bad.
2: Yeah, no, it I mean, was like I mean, it was
1: like Steph Curry, two thousand and twelve. Bad. It was oh, it was awful.
2: Yeah, uh, it it was just what I I heard the reports and it's like, oh, it's bad and all that. Then I saw it. I'm like,
1: oh yeah like that yeah. must hurt a freaking ton but uh yeah. so hopefully we get some good news there hopefully it's a you know averted a, a major injury we're really hoping that there right. uh Jordan alvarez in houston had a weird situation like he took it at bat it looked like he was like maybe hurt a leg or an oblique or something but it turned out to be yeah. a hand uh dusty baker said tonight it's not serious they got they kind of caught a break they thought it was a hamate bone for apparently for like 12 hours which would have been you know end of season for for Jordan. Um, sounds like he's been out a couple days. Uh, hopefully, uh, we don't get any other news here, but it may it certainly, looks like we may have skirted a bad one here.
2: Yeah. Except the whole, did you hear like the conversation with them though? It was really weird. Like, I'm not going to tell you what body part. Oh, okay. It's a yeah, hand, but it's very strange. Cause they're going to, they're going to, they're going to pitch him differently or something. Like, that. like dude. And he goes, this isn't football. We have, you know, in, in football, they tell you everything. We don't have to tell you. No, you do have to kind of say the body part. You're kind of required to, but.
1: Yeah, it, it the whole thing was strange. Like it's weird that it was a whole day and we didn't know what body part it was, which mm-hmm. is And his reaction, it was hard to tell. Like I thought it was no bleak by the way. He kind of came out of the box and kind of jogged it first. It was weird. It was a, a weird reaction for a hand injury.
2: Kind of makes me think they're bullshitting us.
1: I do, that's my that's my concern is that we get a we get a, a second part of the story tomorrow, which is yeah. concerning. I, I don't the way he reacted was not a hand injury reaction, and I, I'm just reading into that. I obviously don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know any of this stuff, but he didn't react like it was a hand injury.
2: No. No. And that, I hate to see a beautiful thing destroyed.
1: Uh, it, like, he is among the elite of the elite hitters. Yeah. Uh, speaking of elite hitters, Jose Ramirez has uh, some right thumb soreness. He sat Saturday and Sunday. Again, they don't really think it's a long-term thing, but with your first-round pick, uh, you certainly want to see him on the field before you exhale on this one.
2: Yeah, and he got it. went for an MRI today. Uh, that's, that's enough to make me worried. Now, I think they're off tomorrow, so... I mean it's good good that it gives you an extra day to re- recover but bad because Rocky had an update on it yeah yeah although I don't think there's a lot of games on Monday this week so that helps uh that maybe you'll have more options to pivot to uh for your other day to day guys
1: yeah it's uh but I mean that's just one of those when I'm looking at it's about uh, it looks like about seven or eight games tomorrow so yeah like half the league is off so that do- that does help right there yeah uh, we mentioned Bryce Harper infected blister on in his hand sat Saturday and Sunday. It sounds like he'll be back for their next game-ish, yes? Yeah. Close enough, yeah. Um, Tyler O'Neill is a tough one. He left uh, late Sunday. He had a double and kind of pulled up going into second. But it was the ninth inning. Um, yeah. They said it was left hamstring tightness. Uh, I get the feeling that Tyler O'Neal is probably wound pretty tight muscle-wise, so that's always a concern with someone like that. Um, I mean, that could be – this could be two days. It could be two weeks. So it's just we, – we won't know until we, we get an update from uh, from the Cardinals.
2: Plus, doesn't he, like, get a day off here and there anyhow? And feels like it. He hasn't been good. I mean, it's, it's one of the high, uh, features of my super mediocre fr- Yahoo friends and family team uh, that – I, that's like the one league where I have him and it's, it's been that's super a, that's, frustrating.
1: That's a tough league to find guys to pick up, by the way, every time I go it to is. pick somebody up, unless it's like a rookie that just got called up or you can go race to the wire. Right. It's like every time I'm like, Oh, I'll pick up Franchi Cordero. And it's just, it's always like, it's rough pickups.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it's, a six,
1: it's a 16 team league, which is why, but every time right. I go look for someone to help me out, I'm like, Oh, I'm and it's first come
2: and- first serve. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's great if you have the idea and you, you see it happening before yeah. every Wells, and you happen to be at a computer uh but if you aren't and you're like say for instance in ireland uh it's really difficult to catch you
1: you needed someone to get called up in like the middle of the night u.s time and it would have hooked you up perfectly
2: yeah exactly as i'm looking at some castle uh yeah what are you doing on your phone oh sorry um just responding to realistic. an important,
1: important work email
2: yes exactly <laughs>
1: Uh, You mentioned Anthony Rendon out for the year. Obviously, he's a drop in every league. Unfortunately, Uh, not good there. Uh, Ketel Marte, actually good news. He's had a lot of hamstring issues uh, through his career. Sounds like he's expected to be ready for this week. So I think you can deploy him back in your lineup. Obviously, I would check that first. But uh, they do play tomorrow. They play at San Diego. A late game, but at least they play tomorrow. So we should know. Uh, It sounds like he's going to be ready to go uh, on on Monday.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, let's hope that it doesn't impact his performance, though. You know, one of those—he's playing, but he's playing through it, sort of things. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, we mentioned Eloy Jimenez could resume his rehab assignment on Tuesday. That thing has lingered forever. I just—you uh, just want to see him hitting. He's a fun guy to watch. Juan uh, Mancata sat the weekend with a hamstring, which means he uh, had about as many home runs as he normally does.
2: He had a big one during the week.
1: He, he had a, the one. It was funny because I think we. Uh, you went on last week, we talked about it with uh, with Toby, bat flip crazy. We kind of uh, were just like, yeah, just there's someone asked about, should I drop him or like, there's just there's just nothing there. And I think he had three at Homer like tw- 24 hours later or something like that. But it's just, I'm, I'm shocked how empty he has become as a hitter. It's like, this is someone that was yeah. 25 and 10 in 2019 like and, and on the rise. And he was 24 then. And just, I don't know. I mean, he just hasn't been the same since COVID. I have no idea if that it'd be weird if that still affected him, but he's never been the same since 2020.
2: He was dropped in some 12s and I actually picked him up in a 12 and I kind of regret it. I mean, it's just like, ugh. I mean, especially because it wasn't, I, I bid more than one, you know, for him or I bid right. more than a couple token. You know what? Didn't go triple digits or anything, but still, it's like, ugh. Um, almost, yeah, I might be might be close to a drop again. Uh, I mean, it was so- funny. Although, when he hit that homer, I saw some people crediting Lance Lynn for like firing up the team in that home. You know, like,
1: because he was yelling at Joe McEwing in the dugout or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, something
2: like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he had a homer on uh, on the fifteenth against Detroit. So, uh, it, and then he got hurt right after that. So he hasn't he has had one at bat since that game. But I think he had five yeah. hits in that game against Detroit too. It wasn't just a home run; like he he went crazy that game. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he's in a buck seventy nine with three home runs and no steals. He's not a stolen base guy anymore. He has three stolen bases combined in the last three years. It's just it's hard to play the guy at a corner infield spot right now.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. And-
1: a couple of brewers updates uh brandon woodruff is back in our life which is a great thing he's had seven strikeouts he faced he had eight outs in in triple a he got seven strikeouts two and two thirds uh something he's gonna make one more rehab start and then we can put him back in line. so that's really good to see especially because that's a weird that he had the raynaud's renaud's sy- symptom with the, the uh, numbness, the in his fingers. numbness. Hate, yeah he went you from you that to, see to see seven
2: that. strikeouts i mean yeah. wow
1: So, yeah, a good sign maybe that he's feeling better. You just hate to see anything with that, you know, blood circulation related. You just never know what's going to happen there. Um, Colton Wong, though, had a bit of a setback in his calf injury rehab. He won't be eligible or won't be ready when he's first eligible. So make sure you have a backup in for Colton Wong. Uh, You mentioned Frank Schwindel, IL with lower back strain. I think I agree with you. I think he's just a drop in in all leagues and if you yep. didn't pick my back up later that's fine too uh tim anderson on a, on the good side set to return on monday uh tony Lewis has said anderson will be leading off and playing on monday so uh, if you've uh, you've survived without uh, tim anderson it's time to get him back in the lineup
2: yeah and in fact i cut a guy in reliance upon that i uh, i was I, I had extra like i cut i think i had two guys i could slot in like a spin and jonathan scope and wilmar flores so I was like, okay, I can cut one of those safely now. Um,
1: I uh, I did the same thing. I actually cut Ahmed Rosario. He's actually been pretty good. He, he was pretty good for he's me. He's been running race, lately. Yeah. He's been running. Had a good June. He's. I didn't get up seven steals. I just had like three shortstops that I play him over. So I just couldn't keep him on the roster. But I did sure, the same thing understandable. I had I had Anderson and Dansby Swanson, and there's just no way I'm playing um, Dansby. God, I, I'm over two ninety now, dude. By the way, you're you're guy too. Like you were you were the Dansby yes. Swanson. I know you love when I say you're the guy for something, but you were the Dansby Swanson guy in the preseason. It looked a little sketchy in April, uh, but he's been awesome. He's got nine home runs, nine stolen bases, at 290. Um, Just been—I mean, hitting the ball hard, uh, barrel rates good. He just—he looks great right now. And hitting second, in the lineup is perfect.
2: It's kind of a replay of last year, you know. It, is. it started off terribly and kept, came on strong like a lion. He's Dansby the Mansby now.
1: He's been—he's been really good. I mean, he's, he and he had two stolen bases today, right? I think hes I think he's higher than that yep. now. Then. So he has yep. eleven stolen bases now. I, I shorted him a couple. My apologies, but uh, and hit okay, 294. He understands. He'll, yeah, you know, dan's been i go way back we'll be good with that yeah. but um, yeah he's been uh he's been that's a good call by you because he is uh, he's certainly someone you just play every single week and slot him in and forget about it yeah uh mostly the guys i want to talk about we hit during uh this conversation the last guy i want to ask you about is um salvador perez in kansas city um, obviously the, the massive year last year 48 home runs hit 273 does have 10 home runs but we're 226 plate appearances in the season. we June 19th. South resident 209. How worried are you about this?
2: Not really. I mean, I he was not going to be that that guy that he was. I mean, he's not going to be the guy that he hit hit like crazy last year, right?
1: Right. We knew that,
2: but or and well, certainly not was, like 2020. But he was
1: he was drafted like he was going to be close to that, though.
2: He could still hit 260 the rest of the way, and yeah. that would be perfectly fine. Uh, so ends I,
1: up I, ends up at two forty or something like that.
2: Yeah, and he maybe hits in the last three and a half months. He hits uh, 15,
1: homers. 16 oh, homers. I was gonna, I was even even, even more.
2: okay. Yeah, I I got him in a trade uh, in this XFL league, which is a hybrid. In a uh,
1: trade recently,
2: this weekend. Yeah. Oh, what did you? What'd Part you, of a you... big deal. Uh, oh, it's, okay. Uh, and it's keeper slash dynasty. It's kind of hybrid between the two, so there's salaries involved and all that. All right. So. But it's a go for it trade. Okay. And I had I had Jacob Stallings as my catcher, as one of my catchers. So speaking, speaking high bar to clear. Empty, speaking,
1: speaking of empty, yes.
2: Yeah. Uh but that that was one part. I mean, I basically the big assets that I gave were a, a draft pick in March. Uh, our March draft is huge. And then also a prospect, George Valera. Those were the two big
1: okay.
2: ass, big big parts that I sent back. You're not sending
1: uh, Julio Rodriguez back or anything like
2: that. Uh no, unless they, he finds him early in the second round, uh, because I'm I'm contending. Right. So, uh, either that or you know. So it it it's a prospect or closer, basically, is what he's getting okay. next year, uh, because we do our auction in October or November, whenever we do first pitch Arizona, right? And then we do a March supplemental, and a lot change, lot of changes in oh, that, yeah. that time. So,
0: and you're right, plus, especially,
1: especially closers and, and young guys. Yeah, that makes and sense. And the
2: auction, you can't buy minor leaguers either so uh so that means any pop-up prospects that happen and over the course of the year you get them in this march draft gotcha and that includes yeah so and that includes the 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 recent draft class and all that uh so those are those are valuable picks but at the same time you get a chance to go for it's a 15 team league and and it's hard to win this league
1: five six good catchers overall so if you can get a chance in one of them yeah I, i like the timing on that Uh, I am a little worried. His strikeout rate's up 28%. It obviously went up the last couple of years. He was selling out for power a little bit. I think we knew that. But, you know, it's even higher than it was. Um, Barrel rate's down, but still over 10%. Hard it's still pretty good. Everything's down from last year, but not down super dramatically. Um, Yeah, I think maybe if you ended like 235 and 28 home runs, I probably wouldn't argue that that might be an end-of-year line for him.
2: Yeah, and keep in mind, too, he was hurt. Right when things were starting to get good at the plate, so yep. he's maybe behind everybody else. He de- he slogged through April like everybody else in Kansas City, especially was a slog. Yeah, uh, their team context was a slog. Uh, they're going to get Vinny, uh the Italian breakfast here in a little bit. Are you sure they're going to call him up? I'm not sure, but
1: he is mashing in AAA though.
2: Yeah, he is. Uh, it, it it could be a better lineup. They, I mean, they called up Melendez, which makes me think that I, there's...
1: I like him as a hitter. By the way, yeah, I, I think can just, he can mash.
2: I mean, I, I, they gotta finally, they got to cut the court on Carlos Santana at some point in time. Yeah, um, I think that's really – they have to make that hard decision at some point and, you know, good in the clubhouse and all that. But
1: but they could be a pretty fun, you know, top six of the lineup pretty soon here.
2: Yeah, I think so.
1: Uh, know, with Witt and Pasquantino and, you know, Sal Perez and Merrifield hasn't been good, but maybe he gets hot and then uh, you mentioned Melendez. They could be an interesting – like, it's funny because I talk about the A's are bad and the Royals are bad, but, like, the Royals are imminently more interesting than the A's are.
2: Yeah, they're probably gonna trade Merrifield more before he get, you know yeah, before he does much of anything though.
1: Probably could be true also. He, is not, he has not he's not been good either. But uh Pasquantino has sixty RBIs right now.
2: Is that good?
1: That's it's pretty darn solid for sixty two games. Yeah. Uh, you gotta I mean I don't know enough about their how they call guys up, but I mean it past super two, you gotta think it's pretty quick here at some point.
2: Yeah. So. Got a question in the chat. What do you think? I'm gonna throw this, make you answer this one. Jesse Winker, is he droppable?
1: a really good question. I am someone who loved Jesse Winker, but not in Seattle. Um, I have no problem dropping Jesse Winker. Hard hit is way down. Barrel rates way down. Um, not hitting for power. He's not. It he was going to ever give you steals anyway. I just think that's too much for an outfielder. I'm I'm good dropping uh, dropping Winker.
2: Send him back to the Natty, please.
1: Yeah, man, I loved him in Cincinnati. Hit 305, 24 bombs last year. Hitting in that park, uh, it's amazing how far everything's fallen off. Them. I mean, his hard hit rate last year was 47 percent. Now it's 32 and percent. Barrel rates cut in half um he's i maybe he's pressing some on a new team but i, I just i don't think you can keep flowing a guy that, that has four home runs and no steals through 207 semi played but i just don't think you can throw that in the outfield right now it's
2: interesting that winker was the prize and suarez was like the right you know the albatross tied to him on that trade uh suarez actually i mean he's better than last year but he's not great uh the Mariners hit rock bottom this weekend, though. Got swept in the doubleheader yesterday and then lost again yeah. today. Uh, you know, it was Jose Suarez. Uh, they, had, uh, they had some kid making his debut, or maybe not his debut, but his first start. Um, yeah, it's 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 tough. Uh, we got someone asking for it. DJ Malk wants a trade advice question. We better
1: it was let's, Fernando Tatis, Chris Taylor, and Christian Javier for Dansby Swanson, Christopher Morel, and Sir Anthony Dominguez. Uh, that's a lot of ones right there. I don't know if it's a key. If it's, I assume it's not a keeper league. If someone's trading Tatis, right? Um, I'm actually going to take the Dansby Morel, Sir Sir Anthony Dominguez side and just get it, uh, get all three guys, knowing that Tatis is going to come back at some point. I just like the other guys on that side a little bit more. Yep. Uh, and you know it's
2: just it's the uncertainty with Tatis. I mean, yeah. If we knew he's coming back in two weeks, it'd be one. It'd be one thing. For it's sure. not a keeper league, so yeah. And
1: I we... I like I like Chris Morrell, too, leading off for the Cubs. I'm I, I like his game a little bit of power, a yeah. little bit of speed. Dominguez has been lights out. Kerry Knable's been a mess. I think Dominguez is going to be has a chance to be the guy for them in the second half. And um, as we mentioned before, I love Dancy Swanson right now too. I just I think I take that side.
2: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah,
1: cool. Well, Jeff, it is always good to have you back. I missed you last week, although Bat Flip Crazy was filled in very well. It was a really fun and good show. I think I thank Toby for that again. Uh, but to always good to have uh, good, to ha- good to have you back. I'm glad yeah, to- good to be back. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to follow Jeff on Twitter, he's at Jeff a Jeff underscore Erickson. I am at Scott Jensted. You can follow me again. I will not be talking as much basketball, so we'll talk a lot of baseball. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, but other than that, I really appreciate uh, everybody listening, everybody tuning in, everybody viewing, everybody asking questions, everybody listens on the audio version. Also, um, we do really appreciate it if you could rate or review the podcast. It helps us out a lot there too. If you enjoy listening to us, you could leave some leave some stars, leave a good comment. That uh, that helps a lot also. So we appreciate it, uh, Jeff. Anything else before we get out of here? Check us out on gaming golf on Tuesday with Jeff Renner. We got a preview of the Greater Hartford Open. No, is that what it is? I thought it was the Travelers?
2: Travelers, I know. I still like calling it the Green. Oh, is it okay?
1: Same, five, same tournament, same tournament. five. Five of the top six of the world are in the, the playing this week. Nice. I, mean, so. I wonder if the PGA is like, yeah, you guys need to play a little bit more because we're we got some trouble on this side. All right. I, I wonder. I, I think there's a little a little nudging there, but uh, again, thanks everybody listening. Yes, gaming golf will be on Tuesday. We'll be back here uh, next Sunday night talking baseball. Hope everybody has a great week. Take care and have a good one.